Wait, were you saying like there's people who have... Who experience same-sex desires but are married to someone of the opposite sex. Whoa. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's possible. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Koji. I'll be your host. On this episode, I had the wonderful opportunity to sit down and chat with one of the co-founders of the Eden Invitation, Shannon Ochoa. If you don't know who the Eden Invitation is, what they do is that they celebrate personal integration and they promote solidarity beyond the LGBT plus paradigm. Shannon, she's this awesome Midwest girl from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I had a great time just chatting with her and just getting to know her a little bit more and her passions and her interests. Um, And for me, as someone who I thought was pretty well-versed with the whole LGBT plus community, I learned a lot. I learned it was a it was a pretty eye-opening experience for me and um, I think everyone can benefit from this conversation it was just a fun time um, just just a background story just a backstory on <laughs> this conversation we were actually at a conference called SLS we were at a hotel lobby I te- we've been communicating over text uh, for a few days just been wanting to have them on the show on the podcast and this this is the time that it worked out so i'm really glad it did yeah so if you want to find out more about shannon and the eden invitation and to know more what it means to live an integrated life i invite you to just sit back relax and enjoy the episode how are you doing good it's been a long day but good what time did you <laughs> land uh landed at like 3 30 mm-hmm. and then just got rolling got our yeah. luggage got settled in and that's Here like, we are. I feel like that's everyone <laughs> at SLS right, right now. It's just like, I can't, but I will. <laughs> I know. I feel like the first day is always like a little bit disorienting. Yeah. Because you're in a giant conference building. I know. And you literally have no idea where you're going. I The amount of times we were asked where registration and mass was Gosh. on the way yeah. was probably like 50 times. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. I, yeah. I, like, some of our missionaries are asking us like how to get to somewhere. I'm like... I can't give you directions. Right? I know as little as you do. <laughs> or less. I don't know. Like, yeah. just ask around. But anyways, Shannon. Yes. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. I know <laughs> you guys course. are super busy. Love what you guys are doing. Definitely want to support it for Thank sure. Um, but before we get into that, who are you? Who is Shannon? <laughs> who is Shannon? It's a really big question. Has anyone pronounced your name as Shannon or is it always Shannon? Actually, yes. I get a lot of nicknames. Uh, Shannon. At one point, I was like, Well, I don't know. Shaywow. Wow. Um, I know a lot of nicknames. I thought you were going to ask about my last name because usually people mess that up. Ochoa. Yeah. But uh, I digress. Who am I? (laughs) Honestly, I know I joke about this, but like I'm always uncovering that, ever Mm. unfolding. I could give you some like right because like we're mystery like the heart of god but anyway i digress i think like (laughs) honestly i could give you like little platitudes like i'm i love caring for people i think that's like a major piece Mm. of who i am um and just like um just being so attentive to the human person and seeing Uh them as holy ground i think a lot of that just comes from like knowing who i am before the Lord yeah, <laughs> and him constantly speaking that over me of that. I'm good. Uh, mm. and that, uh, he loves me and delights in me, but I, it's funny because goodness is what I tend to see most 
in people. And it's like the hardest thing for me to integrate in my self-understanding. Wow. I don't know why. It's Whoa. just like the thing. And I feel like, yeah. but honestly, when we look at like any area of, I'm going on a little rant about That's this, okay. but like if we look at any area of our lives that we usually long to, to do mission out of, or we excel in it towards other people, it's usually like a place that we often sh like struggle to integrate in our own life, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's like yeah. saying like you can't take your own advice at the time. Like that, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm right? still learning. Like I, I right? do that. I remember I would give people advice, and I'm like listening to myself. I'm like, oh, I should do that too, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> right? Yeah, but it's good. I think it's good because it's like a way. I feel like that the Lord wants you. He's like awakening you to what he wants to speak over you by seeing it in other people yeah. i feel like that's the way like relationship is always how we understand things that's true and so i feel like that's how he wants to speak it to us and sometimes he hits us over the head to be able to understand that we're good yeah. but <laughs> yeah i don't know that's um, what i've learned did you always know the lord <laughs> um yes and no uh i say that because when i was like four so i grew up catholic mm -hmm. um but i i like to say like um, I guess like cafeteria Catholic for yeah. the most part, like we would go to mass here and there and I would receive my sacraments, um, but didn't really know much about the faith, but I would, when I would go to mass, I'd put like pretzels, I'd hide them in my dress pocket <laughs> and like a snack during mass and like <laughs> look at my children's Bible. <laughs> and so I, I loved the, the stories like, in the children's Bible. I, I, I was like awakened like, to the faith. I, I had an attentiveness to it, wanted to um, but mm -hmm. I didn't, cause I think it can be It was more like, like later in high school school all over like the place youth group and but again, then like, like more intentionally at missionaries walk at 9 p.m college mm -hmm. um, is when i encountered the that really raw way yeah you just kind of grow tired of like yeah, keeping so that like up the, also the you're showing up to mass um, really yeah but also you were up super late the night before um but i think that's part of it is like in high school and college it can be really hard to like balance Mm -hmm. those different worlds and I think I reached a point where it was like the Lord was like you can't keep this up one <laughs> I think two I, I think in a lot of that to my earlier point of like questioning my goodness I was really seeking that and wasn't finding it in those places and grew really tired yeah um, and the Lord just really clearly spoke that over me that I was good and I had a place in the church um, I think that was just big for me why was that a why is a place in the church so important to you yeah um, I think for a lot of reasons, um, you know, I think one thing, so we haven't talked yet about the ministry that I do, uh, or the <laughs> movement that I'm a part of. So Eden Invitation, uh, what we do is we're a movement for young adults, Christians, Catholics, experiencing same-sex desires, gender discordance, um, seeking to pursue a life of discipleship in the church. And, um, and I think with that, right, it's part of my own story. Mm. I think for me, um, multiple, I can answer this question in multiple ways, but I think one of the areas that I longed for a place in the church um, was naming this experience, right? I think in some ways, um, and again, this is beyond the experience of my own experience of same-sex desires, but... I just like longed to, to be seen and to know that I was good. Right. Again, this, yeah. this like initial comment, I longed to know that I was good. Mm. And I think for me growing up, this was an area, um, because when I was growing up, it was really politicized during, mm. you know, legalization of marriage, same sex yeah. marriage and all of that. 
Um, and I just didn't even know if I was good because it was talked about like a political issue mm -hmm. rather than to be like met personally. And so I think for me, I longed to know that I was good and that I had a place um, in the church and that I had a place like in the Lord's heart. Um, and I think for me, that was, that was one of the, the big tension points. But I think in all of my life, I just longed to know that I was good. Mm -hmm. uh, just from, <laughs> from yeah. like the furthest I can remember back, you know? Um, and I think the, the sexuality piece was a part of trying to know that I was good. If you don't mind me asking, when did you know or when did you realize that you had? Yeah. Oh, that's a long convoluted <laughs> thing because I don't want to. Yeah, it, it is tough because people can get caught up in a causation uh, mm. conversation. And I okay. think self-awareness is incredibly important. Yeah. 100%. And I think there are certain things in our lives, um, not just sexual sexuality related that like we do need to reflect on. Right. Mm -hmm. And to like get a sense of like, when did I start experiencing this? Yeah. Um, or like, what was that like for me? Like, who knows about this? Um, but sometimes we can get caught up in a rabbit hole of like, well, what caused it? Um, and because as humans, we want to fix. Yeah. I think, like, that's, yeah. When we right? do and like, we long for that. But I think sometimes the Lord wants to reveal something mm. and in what we're experiencing. Um, you know, I know I'll, I'll answer your question, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm blanking on the exact quote, but Jean Vanier, we have it on her booth at SLS right now, <laughs> but it's, uh, this sense of like the wounds in all of us, that which we are trying to flee can be the greatest meeting place. Like wow. this place of ecstasy for the wedding feast, wow. um, the greatest meeting place with one another. Wow. And just that sense that like, if we don't acknowledge some of the pain points in our lives, yeah. um, or just some of uh, just whatever it is that we're we're kind of working through and we're figuring out and naming to ourselves mm -hmm. that like naming it is actually a good thing um, and to mm. be able to to open that up that that can be a beautiful meeting place um, that's kind of how we started Eden Invitation I guess yeah. <laughs> you know um, but to answer your original question <laughs> if you want me to go back to that um, yeah I think I started realizing pretty young I mean mm. I've been attracted to both men and women um but i i just realized pretty young i was like drawn more intensely and yeah. consistently to my female friends okay. um and i also to yeah i just realized that like um the way that that some people were talking about um some of the guys that they were interested in that like i was feeling that a little bit more towards them and i was like oh whoa, yeah. what do i do with this <laughs> you know yeah. um and so i think that that was kind of the initial the initial acknowledgement, yeah. so to speak. Was there, um, now were you always like, I, you mentioned your, your story of when mm -hmm. you were in college and you mm -hmm. go to mass hungover and, um, like, was there, I mean, I'm guessing you weren't really living out the faith as, as well as you should at that time. When did that all change? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it was in the middle of college, right? I was in, again, I was like living this double life. You know, I think I was in this phase of, I wanted in my friend group, I like, I was actually attracted to one of the girls um, who was in my friend group and uh -huh. I didn't want anyone to find that out. Okay. And so 
again, because of the climate. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just remember trying to do like everything to disprove that. (laughs) Right. So I like threw myself into some of this like party culture and just all these things uh, to just kind of like run away from that. Uh, and two, I mean, I took on a gender women's studies, mm-hmm. well, minor, I guess, uh, in college because I just knew there were, there were questions that I had that like weren't being talked about super openly in the church huh. and super freely. Yeah. So I was like looking there and I was, I was clearly like searching in all these different areas. Um, and it was throughout all of this, there was a missionary just like patiently walking with me. Praise be to God for her. Um, she was really patiently walking with me and just like introducing me to Jesus mm. and just like asking about my prayer life. I still remember the first time we met at like an Einstein's bagels <laughs> and <laughs> she, and she was like, Oh my gosh, I have such an intimate relationship with Jesus. And I think it's somebody who like, I longed to know that I was good. Somebody who like longed for some of that intimacy in a lot of different ways. I was just like, ah, just struck by that. Mm. I just remember being so moved by that and like initially kind of weirded out because I was like, intimacy with Jesus? <laughs> um, you know, like I just knew mission trip Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think for me, that was just a huge gift. Um, and I, I think amidst all the search, I just knew where I felt home and all of that. Um, I reached a point one day where I just grew so like weary of the double life aspect that I just like went to adoration one day. And the Lord, praise be to God, just like spoke so boldly over me that I was wow. his, that I was good. And I, that I d- didn't have to run, that I had a home there. Uh, and I think from that point on, I knew that like I wanted to live a life of discipleship. Like mm-hmm. I was going to commit my life to discipleship um, and to just like loving him and wow. serving him and loving him first. It wasn't like he was like, you need to serve right away. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was really, really beautiful. And I just yeah like laid myself at his feet and just wanted to be his that's awesome yeah a lot of grace yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, i i just gotta share this because it's Mm -hmm. something that so my background is i'm from california didn't Mm -hmm. really like pursue the faith up until recently in my life and prior to that i guess i would have identified myself as like a very leftist liberal Mm -hmm. and Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to get political about it or whatever. But, like, uh, I was definitely, like, pro-gay marriage. Yet still being, like, saying I'm Catholic, but, like, mm-hmm. not really knowing the fullness of the Catholic faith, I guess, at the time. No, mm-hmm. not I guess. Definitely didn't know. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, watching this video called The Third mm-hmm. Way. Mm-hmm. And when it all came down to chastity, mm. it clicked. And I remember at the time, like, I was like, what? And that was the movie that made it click for you? Huh? That's the movie that, like, made it click for you? Oh, it was just a show. It was just a a, a video. A video, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was the video that clicked. And um, it was just like, oh, I am called to be chased, too. Like, as Mm. as a man, like, who's not experiencing same-sex attraction like like wow and then i started seeing like started realizing like whoa there's a whole different aspect of like the catholic community that is called onto this like cross that i'm like Mm. did not even know existed and you know that was moving for me yeah yeah um and i i don't know i just wanted to share that just because like I, i i think i wanted to share that just to commend you 
Praise God. And um, <laughs> and mm. and Anna mm-hmm. um, and everyone else who Anna's my co-founder. Yes. <laughs> um, and any, anyone else who has who has same-sex experiences mm-hmm. who are still like pursuing the faith. Mm. I I don't know. I I have friends who who are in the same boat, and I'm just like, wow. It's I don't know. It's just yeah. been crazy for me to see that. Well, and I think too, honestly, that's one, thank you. But I think too, that's part of what we long to create with Eden Invitation. I think one is like to not like discredit certain challenges and discipleship like in with this experience, right? To to acknowledge those, but then to also see that there's like a joyful life to be experienced in pursuit of Christ and in the church. Um, and to like provide community to, to live that joyfully. Uh, cause I think that's one of the things is I, you know, for me within this experience growing up, a lot of the conversation was super heavy and, and yes, some of this, this area of my life was challenging to talk about, but I was like, ah, like, I don't want it to be heavy every time I talk about it. You know, it's like, I I want there to be like a certain freedom, Uh but I also want it to be like, no, this doesn't have to like just be my cross. Cause like the cross also leads to the resurrection. It's like the way for salvation. Um, and so like, how can like we delight, like Mm. name this experience, you know, like moving with the cross, but to like also be able to, to like see the resurrection and to like experience the joy of that, which obviously we won't experience fully on this side of the grave, but you know, (laughs) but I think a lot of that too has to come with people who don't experience it and to Mm. see it that way. Yeah. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. I did not even see it that way until you said it. Yeah. Oh, great. And I think that's like, (laughs) yeah. That shifted my my yeah. mindset literally at this moment. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like yeah. You know, I have my struggles too, but like, I'm not like deep all the freaking time because yeah, I go into despair. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and yeah, go ahead. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> no, and I was gonna say too, and of course, like you know, we we create community through like online programming, book clubs, retreats, and all of that. But we, we do want to walk with people intentionally in some of those questions, you know, how do I navigate a friendship or how do I, you know, like, how do I come out to my family? Like, should I, how do I share this with my spiritual director, you know? Um, But then also too, I mean, in our online community, it's like such a diverse group and we're not (laughs) even talking about this all the time. We have people who are like who are just like incredibly gifted pursuing their PhDs in a myriad of fields. We have people who are like fascinated with meteorology. We have people, we just did a fantasy football league. Um, you can chew on this stereotype. It was all women, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, it's just a diverse community. Mm -hmm. And, I think that's one of the gifts is because of the shared like freedom of, naming the experience um it allows us to like actually be more fully alive and like actually celebrate each other in like other areas of our lives too you know i think sometimes people can be afraid within this topic that um immediate our our response is like when somebody shares this we're immediately like but remember you're a child of god Mm. i think a lot of times it's like actually like yes we need to be reminded of that all the time Mm -hmm. um but i think we as church can solely focus on labels and like um, people seeing it as their identity where it's like, actually people with the experience don't always really see it that way. That it's like yeah. your sole identity again, like to yeah. looking at the diversity of our community, 
it's it's like so fun and we mm-hmm. celebrate like everybody in the community has like something so unique about them yeah and like you know that person for that thing yeah. you know and it's just it's so beautiful um and so i think that's that's some of what we try and provide with our community and kind of what i long for people to see is like that there's a celebration of life here too and there's a diversity of people with this experience it's not experienced the same for everyone it's not lived out the same yeah. um like we're all striving to pursue virtue and in, in mm-hmm. the beauty of the church and her rich tapestry of teaching but we don't all like we're all gonna live mission differently some yeah. people might vocationally like be in an opposite sex marriage you know like there there is a myriad of how people are living their lives within this experience and pursuing christ and his teachings um i think people forget that with this Wait, were you saying like there's people who have... Who experience same-sex desires but are married to someone of the opposite sex. Whoa. Yeah. That's, yep, yeah, it's possible. Damn. <laughs> wow. So is that like, do, does the spouse know? Like... I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I've seen um, in younger, like the millennial generation, yeah. people are pretty open because we've been raised in a, in a faith community and like a generation of the faith, the new evangelization. It's all about like vulnerability. And yeah, like it, oh my gosh. That yeah. Honestly, everybody who's a part of what we do, who is married uh-huh. to someone of the opposite sex that they, their spouse knows, wow. um, or they, they know within early on in the marriage or they knew while dating. Um, but it doesn't mean someone's experiencing same sex desires exclusively in that context. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. Wow. So it is a thing. Yeah. This is opening my eyes. <laughs> this is great. There you go. No, I love it. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, yeah, it's just easy for, for me to like be in my bubble, mm. you know, just no. like, yeah. Um, so this is great. <gasps> Well, and we don't all know the experiences of others, you know, like, yeah. uh, and it's not like an us and them thing. We should never be mm. like an us and them thing, but to always acknowledge like our own com- like complete uniqueness, right? Like unique and unrepeatable, like St. John Paul II talks about that all of us are unique and unrepeatable. And so like yeah. my own experience is never the same of the person before mm. me, even if I have some shared experiences with them. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, I think this work has, yeah, this mission, this movement, this community Mm -hmm. has just totally transformed my understanding of just like, yeah, the unique ways in which God moves and and how he creates. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Are you an educator or youth minister? Schedule a Culture Project speaker now. Through dynamic presentations, our speakers are equipped to tackle the topics plaguing our youth today. Schedule us at thecultureproject.org. Are you thinking about becoming a missionary with The Culture Project? Do you share our passion for these topics? Have you ever thought about using your gifts to make an impact in the world? Apply to be a Culture Project missionary today at thecultureproject.org. Do you want to be a part of something bigger? Do you want to go on mission, but your current life situation doesn't necessarily allow for the lifestyle of a missionary? Here at The Culture Project, we rely on spiritual and financial support from people like you to ensure that this message is being sent out. Consider donating today at thecultureproject.org. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. When was the day that you and Anna got together and said, let's start something? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Honestly, okay, so a long time ago, it started, so we were friends from the young adult community in Milwaukee, Uh and 
um, super similar passions. Actually, it's funny because we had similar mannerisms before even like meeting each other. And when we met each other, we were like really weirded out. Uh, it was super weird. We were like, ah, <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, but we were friends and it initially started with, we didn't know about each other's stories though. We didn't know this was each other's experience, even oh. though we had been friends for a while. Um, we were going to like hang out and watch like parks and rec or something. Yeah. And, um, cause I had like never seen the last season, irrelevant detail, but, <laughs> um, but she just like was sharing that she was going to be sharing a little bit more about this. She would love to start writing about it with shifting mm. jobs. And she shared her testimony with me, like within relation to same sex desires. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> you know, it was like that CS Lewis, like, Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, you too. I thought I was the only one. Um, and immediately, like, we did not watch Parks and Rec. We just, like, oh, talked yeah. then for, like, quite, like, a few hours. Just, like, well, why did you stay in the church? And, like, what mm. do you love about the church? And what, what do you think is needed? And just from that on, it was just consistent conversations and, and just dreaming and praying and asking the Lord what he wanted. And it was just really clear um, that we longed for a community um, and like voices within our context, within our generation to be able to witness, especially because we're, we are a post, um, same sex marriage generation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's talked about super openly, super, super freely. Um, and so we wanted spaces where, where we could like, <laughs> what's that like cheesy phrase, like show up and be seen. Um, but to like, <laughs> you know, uh, to like, yeah, be able to like integrate this experience into my life of discipleship and yeah. to be open and honest about that. Um, and so that was kind of the movement. And I mean, even if it was a few years ago, Eden Invitation's only like two and a half years yeah. old. Um, coming up on three years hey, in April. There you go. So yeah. Um that's crazy. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm commenting more on the fact that you want to start a nonprofit organization. That's like <laughs> Holy Spirit one hundred percent. When I was like a kid, I dreamed of starting a nonprofit. And then I think as I got older, I was like, mm, too much work. I will tell you now it is a lot of work, a lot yeah. of paperwork. Um, but no, it was totally the Holy Spirit. Like our initial like thought of when was how the Lord would move has just shifted over time. You know, how, what he wants our focus to be just all those things. The Lord has just like made it all possible. And it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of discernment. It's a lot of mentorship, you know, but, um, it's just clear that this is something that the Lord longs for. I can only imagine the purification you guys are going through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) in a lot of different ways, you know, it's, it's a sensitive topic in the church. It's a sensitive topic secularly, you know, it's, yeah, it's a sensitive (laughs) topic all around, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's challenging, Uh uh, in that regard. And too, it's just purifying when, yeah, you have to learn how to read like tax law to file for a 501c3 status, but (laughs) Hey, we did it. We're, we're there. Yeah. 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 You you crossed that bridge. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Um, so when you're not running Eden invitation, Mm -hmm. what's your like leisure time? Oh, hiking. 100%. Yeah. I love, I love, okay. Two things. It's hospitality and hiking. So like backpacking or something like that. Nice. Um, but I love, if you couldn't tell, I just love people. Mm. I just got, um, in my kitchen, a dear friend who's an artist, support your, support your artist friends. 
um, and actually pay them. But <laughs> support <laughs> people equals take advantage. Pay. People take advantage oh, yeah, of I artist know. friends. But anyway, um, I just got a sign put in my kitchen that says, uh, like, essentially take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. Exodus 3.5. Nice. Um, and just that beauty of, like, seeing people as holy ground and, like, the Lord is going to work and move in this space. Like, Gosh. the space in which we walk is holy ground. Um, and... And I just like love hospitality and yeah. I love just receiving people. And so I think that's one of them is I love like hosting people for dinner oh. um, and just doing stuff like that. It yeah. just, it, it's enriching for me. It's beautiful conversationally. Um, What's your favorite dish to make? Or like thing to do? Do you do a charcuterie board? Do you oh, do like a... Oh, oh my gosh. Nobody ever talks about charcuterie <laughs> boards. And I love charcuterie boards. Oh my gosh. That would be like That's... M- my ultimate if I could only eat a meal for the rest of my life. But... Because <laughs> it's, it's so diverse. Oh, I love it. But I I make a pretty mean carbonara that I Ooh. love to make. And like really good bruschetta to go with it. Oh, or if you say bruschetta, I don't say that way. But um, <laughs> I love cooking that. That's a good one. It's a crowd pleaser uh-huh. if you don't have gluten issues or dairy issues yeah, that's, or yeah. vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. I love it. It's really good. Um, so, yeah, I love I love to cook. I love to – and, like, game nights, stuff like yeah. that. But um, And then the other thing is just hiking and getting into the outdoors. Mm. I think that's where I see God's creativity and his, like, faithfulness and – has like delight in me uh, more than anywhere else. You know, mm. there's, I'm going to blank on the Psalm. I'm not going to quote which one it is because I'll mess it up. But it's, uh, the mountains melt like wax before the Lord. Oh, yeah. And I just, I remember sitting there, I was like on a mountainside in Colorado. Nice. <laughs> and I like saw the mountains. I was like, holy crap. Like the mountains melt like wax before the Lord. Like one, he has the power to do that. But two, mountains have been like, like plates had to collide and like things had to be carved out for those mountains to exist as we see them. And like they melt before the Lord yet. Like I get to stand before him and he sees me and he loves me. Dang. And I just, I just can't deny his goodness in those spaces. I'm shook right now. I didn't even <laughs> think of it that way. Like oh. I just take mountains for granted. I'm like, yeah, it's just a bunch of rocks. You know? I legitimately like cry every time. Gosh, I see them. no, I got like, I got hit a little bit. I had to like crouch down a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I love that's them. so good. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I was just curious to, I don't know. I just, I think when you brought up joy, mm. I think it's something that just really struck me because yeah. we all have struggles. Like we all mm-hmm. have struggles and it's easy to, to despair. And I think like for people who tend to just like get in their heads and just stay there, which I have the tendency to do, um, it's so much harder to just experience joy and mm. Yeah, and I think it's important to, like, talk about leisure. Like, yes, to know yes. what's your thing. Yeah. Like, what is your thing? You know, it, especially for someone um, who's in this ministry. Yeah. It's heavy stuff. Oh, yeah. It's so heavy. <laughs> like, you need yes. to, you know, you need to lighten up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, because we just, we receive such intense stuff from people, which, yeah. like, praise be to God. That's awesome. You know, that's a yeah. huge gift. And, and we're so honored. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's part of it is, like, again, it's it's our own experiences, like, yeah. who started it. And, and we are receiving intense stories all the time. And so yeah. I think it's, like, there's, like, an additional... Yeah, I was a missionary and this is like, praise be to God, thank you missionaries. But like, this is like, yeah, just like a different level of that. And so I think that's something we 
have like tacked on when we like have a trip, like I'll tack on an extra day to like go backpacking, you know, or like, uh, having a retreat, um, like it, wherever we have it, we usually like always try and find like a trail to yeah. hike on, you know, like after, um, that it's just so important. I think one for like human integration, yeah. you know, to like have that, those things that energize you, those things that like give you life and yeah. bring you joy and you're passionate about to be able to integrate that. And we've just had to learn to, I think in running an organization, again, that's like deeply heavy, deeply uh, sensitive to just like integrate that all the more, like to, to make sure and prioritize actually those needs and th yeah. that leisure um, more than I've ever had to. I think that's been one of my purifying Wow. lessons because <laughs> I'm like a workhorse I'll like gotcha. get things done yeah um and it's it's been good I think the Lord has had to like break me down and be like no you need to rest so it's been good it's such an <laughs> active way to love yourself yes like even yes. when you don't feel like it even though you're you your mind body and soul just want to keep working yeah but like it's Sunday yeah but like you have the momentum, but you have to like stop the momentum. Yeah. That's frustrating. Well, and like what speaks the sovereignty of the Lord more than being like, actually, I'm going to go for a walk and like entrust if I work yeah, eight hours rather than like 10 hours today. Yeah. Like trust that I'll do something with those two hours, mm -hmm. you know, to like, yeah. That's He's, been such a freedom for me. Yeah. Like to yeah. know that it's not up to me. Yeah. Can I ask your yeah. like leisure activities? Oh, sure. Your go-tos? Oh my gosh. Um, it's sad because like I get so lazy <laughs> that I don't know. What makes I, you come alive? Um, I know that's a different question, yeah, but I yeah, feel like no, that's relevant. Yeah, no, it is. Um, when my joints are fine, I like to go running. Mm. Nice. <laughs> when my joints are, mm, you prayer know, for it's healing. just so, yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the runner's high. Yeah. It's incredible. I'm like, I feel like I can tackle the world, but then the next day I can't walk. Oh, it's terrible. But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, when I'm feeling real good, I'll like go to a brewery with a couple friends yes. and just kind of chill and yeah. just talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Similar to you. I just like people. Yeah. Um, yeah. but sometimes I don't like people. And I just like to go be to the in mountains. my room. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Keep no, going. it's okay. Uh, so I'm, I'll just be in my room. Yeah. And I'll just like, oh, I just picked up guitar recently. Mm -hmm. So nice. So that's that's my Good. leisure now. Is like, Good. Let me, it's like constructive leisure. It is. And it's been years since I've been wanting okay. to do it. So finally. Nice. So I have calluses now, which is oh. great. <laughs> it hurts. They hurt. Yeah. They hurt a lot. But um yeah, so I think I think that's that's part of nice. some of my leisure. Cool. When I have money, I have I can go shopping sometimes. <laughs> it's it varies. Sometimes yeah. I'll go. Yeah. You know, I used to say like dance class, but like it's been a while. Nice. Yeah, it's been a while. It's hard because right now I'm going through this process of like, it's this is gonna be kind of weird, but like just purifying my music taste. And yeah. Each time I go to a dance class, it's usually something inappropriate. Ah, uh, yeah. And for me, it's like oh, I just wanted to dance. I didn't want to like twerk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, yeah. So much it's so sexualized now, which yeah. is sad. Like I love dance, but yeah. like now it's like I can't even. Sometimes I can't even watch dance videos because it's so sexualized. Both the music and the dancing. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. So yeah, that's like, hard. What do I do? Like, yeah, just take tap, which is fine. I love tap, but. Oh, I was in a tap choir in a musical once. Oh my gosh. My high school musical. Dude, I love it. Yeah. I, 
I did I did theater <laughs> in college, yes. so I'm I'm such a theater guy. So, so good. Yeah, I should probably get into it, but it's just so difficult. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's just so difficult. Like, I'm in Philadelphia right now, and I and I was looking through like auditions for um, community theater. Yeah. A lot of it's just so far mm. after work. It's yeah. Like I I did it one time. Like when I lived in Minnesota, I worked nine to five, but then I would go like drive thirty minutes to this community theater. But then it was like I worked so hard because it was yeah. nine to five, and then like from six to ten is rehearsals. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, I did not think. Yeah, yeah, it was well, a lot. And I think too, um, a qu- uh, this is a random lesson I like learned. I'm not gonna say the name of <laughs> okay. the self help book because it's kind of a um, <laughs> not the most like Christian of names. Okay, but essentially what it gets down to is is like, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Okay, um, like what what are you willing to like cut corners for and like sacrifice for? And it's like, yeah, if you're like trying and working your butt off for something that's like actually not energizing or it's like draining and like, is that something you really want to sacrifice for? You know, like, is that really your priority? Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know. That's been really helpful. (laughs) It's like at what cost? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like life is too short. Yeah. And I think that was a full circle. I think that's why I've like taken more intentional leisure, Mm. um, is because it's like at what cost, like, yes, like, you know, like laying our lives down, like, are you willing to take up the cross and follow me? But also too, like the Lord invites us to spend time with him. The Lord invites us to delight in him in the ways in which he created us, you know? Um, and I think if, being in the mountains helps me delight in the Lord and rejoice in him more rather than become like bitter, yeah. you know, about discipleship. I mm. think he, I think he longs for that. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, he delights in, in that leisure and that restful time with him too. I needed to hear that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Shannon, thank you. Yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, has it? <laughs> yeah, super Good, relaxed. Glad. I love it. Yeah, this is just how the podcast are here. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna chat. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, uh, it was so funny because like we were at a pizza place beforehand, and then I don't know. I think my highlight of the day was that free brownie from nice <laughs> from uh, Fire Pizza or Fire Pie Pie Fire Pie, pie? Fired Pie Fired Pie. pie. We're yeah. giving you. This is not a paid endorsement. No, it's not. It was just good food. <laughs> yeah, and they just, I just walked up and I'm like, I need some dessert. Yes. And I just saw there was like this packaged chocolate brownie and I just grabbed it. I'm like, can I, can I have one? Meaning to say I wanted to pay for it, but she was like, no, yeah, just take it. I'm like, thank you. And it was great. Generosity. Yeah. I know. We should just, I should just go back. That there. happened to me today on my flight. They, I'm sorry, Southwest, but they, also not an endorsement, <laughs> um, but they, I got a margarita because I was <gasps> like, you know what, this, I'm, I'm just going to treat myself today. Yeah. And they didn't go around and get anybody's payment. And I was like, is this like a New Year's gift? Oh my gosh. And so I think they intentionally didn't ask people. And so I was like, Lord, you are smiling on me today <laughs> with this free margarita. <laughs> I was very grateful. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I want that to happen to me. Oh, my gosh. So we'll see. If you fly on the first, they will probably also Dang. give you a free drink. You know, Southwest has been good to me, though. Mm. I do like Southwest. This one time my flight got delayed and they're just th- I was going up to the kiosk. And the guy was like, do you need a hotel? I'm like, no. Okay. 
here's a two hundred dollar flight voucher. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Weird, but there it was. Um, but anyways, enough of the tangent. <laughs> <laughs> the fullness of yeah. being human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. The joys. <laughs> um, yeah, Shan, I just want to thank you again for making the time to be here and just chat with us. I think it's so important to hear your voice and not just like thank to. You always like talk about like just the same sex experiences but just like being the child of god and just like Mm. experiencing joy through suffering i think that's definitely been uh something that i've i've really experienced and i think is very important Mm. in this life and just like virtue right like and even i mean if someone here is listening who doesn't even believe in god like yeah finding joy in your suffering is awesome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like and I don't know how you could do it. I mean, I personally don't know how you would do it without God, but if you can figure that out, <laughs> good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, and too, yeah, I think we would just go through life numb if we weren't able, oh, man. if we weren't able to, like, actually encounter suffering That's or to, like, see that the Lord can actually make things good, which I know, I know you mentioned if somebody doesn't believe in God, but... Yeah, like what what would be like the purpose of our lives if we couldn't like make meaning out of things, you know? Yeah. Um, and so of course there's like meaning to to be held there and I'm not discrediting like the real experience of sorrow and suffering. Yeah. But like, oh my gosh, like what wonders does the Lord want to speak over that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've encountered beautiful people because of many different areas of sufferings in my life, mm. you know, and, and I praise God for that. And yeah. so, yeah, I can't deny that. <laughs> What's been, if you could share mm-hmm. like one victory that God has given you through your work with the in- Eden invitation. Oh man, there are so many, <laughs> I, I bet. there are so many, you know, I think, Honestly, I know it's cheesy because I say the people all the time. I think two things. I think one, God just like showing me how crazy good he is mm-hmm. and his children are. Yeah. Um, I just like tear up when I receive people's stories and just like beam when I look at them. Um, and we do like a lot of our intake calls via video call, um, cause we have people calling in all over the, all over the world and country. Wow. Um, and it's, and just to be able to like look them in the eye and be like, ah, you are good. And like speak that over them. And it just, yeah, I think the biggest victories are like, at least that I've seen and experienced is, is seeing the goodness of mm-hmm. his people yeah. um, and knowing God's goodness and his faithfulness. Um, okay, I'm adding a third is just like <laughs> kind of with the joy thing that like yeah. this is not an obstacle to holiness that like his children can be alive in the church. Yeah. Um, and I've just had so much fun. Like just like so many good laughs That's like so good. in our on our retreats, you know, just yeah. like such good, beautiful, life-giving conversation. Um, and that like, yeah, like, yes, discipleship comes with the cross, but like, it also comes with its laughs and its joys mm. and like bearing things together. Um, and I just, I, I love that. I think that's been one of the biggest victories is God expanding what this experience is like, um, in my own life and my own understanding. So there's I, a lot of victories. I just, I just like <laughs> see that so tangibly right now. Just talking to you. Praise God. Thank you Good. for, it's such a great <laughs> reminder for me. Yeah who's yeah. like in ministry. Like it's so easy to me for me to just be like so deep all the time. Mm. When, 
Like, yeah. dude, lighten up. We all bro. do. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's yeah. fun. Like yeah. it's fun. Like the Holy Spirit's wild. Oh, you know, like man. We we cannot forget that. Yeah. <laughs> the goose is loose as Father Dave right? Pentecost came after <laughs> after the, the death and resurrection of Christ, you yeah. know? Jeez. Uh, so <laughs> gotta be gotta be the Holy Spirit led, the wildness of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Uh, It was such a great conversation. I think one takeaway I had from that conversation was um, a lot. (laughs) Um, Just being reminded that it's not an us and they issue with the whole LGBT plus community, but it's an an us issue. Um, And on top of that, lightening up in in the midst of our suffering and and, um, obstacles in life that's yeah it, it it just brings things into perspective so again thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed it if you haven't done so already please leave us a review on itunes give us five stars if you're nice if not you can just give us one star just kidding please give us five stars anyways um hope you guys enjoyed it if you haven't done so follow us on all the social medias at the culture project intl again that's at the culture project intl and we'll see you in the next episode